It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. Roll film. Gillette. White chicks, right? To say the right thing. <laughs> That's a dope video if you ever saw that originally. Another man telling a woman what to be. <laughs> Hands and swords. End <laughs> <laughs> it with a redhead. There you go. Represent. The Zim of tomorrow? Oh, God. It's a whole nother conversation. Different conversation. So, first they're trying to take our beards. Now they're trying to take our masculinity. All I want to do is throw hands in the yard, you know? <laughs> so, 500,000 likes. 950,000 dislikes. <laughs> Why is everybody dumping on this video? I want to know, out of all of those dislikes, how many of those people voted for Trump? Wow. What does that got to do with anything? Because <laughs> we have a president who went on his campaign, and one of his things that he got in trouble in controversy was boys will be boys. <laughs> this went from zero to political in about 13 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> just <laughs> Okay. I blame Trump. I blame Trump. <laughs> okay, listen. This is only about Gillette. This I blame is Trump. The second time yeah. I've seen the video. All right. Okay. So I've been watching this thing over and over again. I've read no articles on it. I I <laughs> I only did one piece of research before we decided to just run our mouths on another natural kind of podcast. Yeah. Um. And my 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 gut reaction was, um, cool video, mm-hmm. right? Not disagreeing with the message, yeah, but I threw up in my mouth because it's Gillette. It's a billion-dollar company, right? And don't tell me they all of a sudden care. Okay, so so let's let's pause. That's why I threw up in my mouth, and I can't stand it. It's not the message; it's where the message originated from, and the fact that as Americans, we're supposed to believe that this company automatically cares because there's evidence that they don't, and I can prove it. Okay. 
facts. Okay, let's pause. Let's handle the message first and then go back to the approach. Deal. Okay. Uh, so the message. Anybody have a problem with the message? Well, just clarify the message between the four of us here. They hate men. Okay, so... <laughs> they hate men. Gillette hates men. So, so the hot topic, which is going to be around for years to come, is toxic masculinity, right? Yeah. So huge. So yeah. Gillette, obviously not an alpha, and <laughs> they're just catering his weak snowflake generation. Okay. I mean... I, Yeah. Wait, no, here's, here's the deal, though. Like... I think it takes a real man to be able to break up fights, to lay down their pride, to do all of those things. So as a man, I was never offended. I didn't hear, don't go camping, like, don't grow a beard, like, don't work out. All I heard was, don't be toxic. Like, don't use your power to hurt other people. Don't be a jerk. And I don't have a problem with that. I wouldn't offended. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm not your generation. Okay. So I'm... uh, I'm I, I own Gen X. I wasn't offended, right? Mm-hmm. But I also didn't read the 905, whatever it was, 900,000 dislikes and why people hate it. I understand yeah. my negative reaction, which we decided to table for now. What are people objecting to the message itself? What What, what is the controversy there? What am I missing? I saw one person call it a leftist war against masculinity mm. that it's been going on from the media and it's a part of the liberal agenda and but, they're warring against masculinity but i would ask that person to explain it i mean if, you know what what is that what why how what? i think from their perspective they were saying that men are meant to be tough and rough and they're meant to get their hands dirty they're meant to fight and have this like aggressive survival of the fittest almost mentality and so, in a lot of ways, you're telling a man not to be a man is, from what I understand, this person's perspective being. Definitely. I've seen that, too. It's kind of like you're emasculating, the, like, the, like the, you have uh, respect for their position in the household. Um, that's already, like, so fragile as it is in, like, our homes that have, like, divorce rates up skyrocketed ever in history of the world. Like, you look at that, and then you say, oh, they're just trying to break down the man's role even more to the point where, like, he can't be tough, and he can't be a provider, and he can't like figure things out in, in, in the way okay, that so we're gonna have. all right I, I get I can see here's what I can see then it uh, positive critique on uh, what mm-hmm. of it less than a minute commercial or a minute commercial however long that was is that they could have included clips on what classic masculinity and being a you know a, you know a strong tough man looks yeah. like from other perspectives right and and so because you know there is there is part of, of being a man that is sometimes requires physicality and aggressiveness. We we were created by God with a different physical right DNA. Yeah, literally. Than women, so mm-hmm. I that's by design. We're to use that. That ad did not bring that up in any sort of way. Clearly, we, some men have abused that. But how do we use our our you know physicalness in positive ways, right? Yeah, totally. I can see that. I'll, and I would argue, like, part of the reason that there is so much fatherlessness is because men have really sucked at being men because they're being incomplete versions of men. And so point, yeah. you highlight the physicality, but men also need to be emotional and connect with their li- wives on that level. They also need to be loving and compassionate. And men ultimately need to sacrificially extend themselves for those around them. And so I'd say a direct, like, 
the reason that happened was because men weren't being yeah they had already broke down the idea of masculinity a long time ago yeah that was something that like i saw i caught from the video was not necessarily that they were saying that all of this was bad but repurposing like what does being tough look like and not that aggression is bad you know in the right purpose but almost saying that sometimes the tougher thing to do is to do the right thing like to step in like specifically in the scene where the kids are fighting and the guy the dads are just standing there watching this and their response is boys will be boys well and then the next clip of you see of that same scene the dad's going in and pulling them off one another like so sometimes i think what i caught is like what is the balance of yes there does seem to be more aggression in boys especially growing up at that age but then how do you find and teach the balance of that and i think that's from my perspective what i saw was how do you find that balance between toxic masculinity i like that it gave both like negative examples and then also showed some positive examples on the back end Mm -hmm. Um, so what is the female reaction to this video i don't know if it's guys that are more mad or girls that are more mad what's the female reaction you saw that and you're like yeah come on man y'all need this (laughs) message or what so I had two different reactions. My first reaction was, wow, this is awesome. Like this is, it's not a solution. It's not an end all, but it's a step in the right direction. And I didn't see it from the point of this multi-billion, what, how much their net worth is company came in and decided to have a voice. I saw it as I'm glad they're deciding to use their voice and their platform to do good. On the catch-in though, as a female, it kind of frustrates me because Gillette is a main company that uses what we call the pink tax. They charge more for women razors that do the exact same thing that guy razors do. So to me, it just kind of seems a little hypocritical that they're seeking this balance of, you know, correct masculinity, but yet, I don't know, they seem to have this gap between how much they charge women over men. So that, that brings us to the next point, which, <laughs> which is toxic femininity. Yeah, yeah, let's get yeah, into yeah, that yeah, right yeah. now. And, right. And marketing is great at toxic femininity. They've been doing it for years. Yeah, listen, we've had but, so many videos telling us how to be, what to look like, all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff for years. Mm-hmm. Men have one video and they're yeah. up in arms about yeah, it. Yeah, come, come, come on, cover girl. Where's your ad? Where are we going to tackle toxic femininity? Huh? Come on, Maybelline. What's up? Okay, so in, in one second, let's jump into the company. But real quick, like, Anybody experience? I, I grew up in a culture like locker room football, middle school, yeah. where it was all toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. and so I'm excited to see us as a culture step out of that and say, hey, that's that's not gonna fly anymore. Like, you're not how many girls you got with. It's not this mm-hmm. conquest. Like, I don't know. I yeah. definitely see value though in some of those areas, whereas like no coaches, no parents, no teachers. And it was just like two guys just punching each other in the face. Lord of the Flies, baby. And like, no, no, that worked I mean, out great. At the, end, at the end of it, though, like, there and was times I like, definitely saw where, like, sometimes, like, it was okay to fight in a controlled scenario where your friends are going to break it up. Or sometimes, like, hey, let's let these two guys who have been friends for a long time just jump on each other. And at the end of it, like, they're like, I've had situations like that. And so I, I don't know. I can kind of see from that perspective of, like, it's like boys will be boys, but sometimes like there was situations where I was like, "This is just gonna happen," and afterwards we're gonna go get like Whataburger because it's the best. When you're what'd you talking, hit? yeah, what'd you hit, Aaron? Yeah. What'd you <laughs> hit, Aaron? When you're what'd talking you hit, about that though, wrist. all I hear is lack of self control. Like you're, it's almost like you're saying though, it's okay to lose control as long as it's in a controlled mm. environment of a locker room, or as long as we go get Whataburger afterwards. Like you're still losing control, and you have no control over your behavior, your actions or what you're saying or doing. So I don't see that at all as a healthy or positive thing. I'm fine yeah, with Why that. can't boys be men? 
Okay, so let's let's move to the the company side. Gillette is a wholesome family company. Johnson and Johnson. Right. All right. Look, serving so, the so needs check of families. This, check since... this out. Okay, so Gillette is one of many products by Procter and Gamble, right? Yeah, yeah. Massive, massive U.S. company. Um, they, they do everything from our dishwashing soap to toothpaste, Tide, you name it. It's like you have Procter and Gamble all over your house, you don't even know it. Wow. Right? $65 billion approximately they pulled in in 2017. Million? Tw- billion. Billion. That's a B. We're talking about 65 with a B, baby. Billion oh, wow. dollar company. Okay. Wow. You go to Gillette's, I don't know how long they're going to keep that up, but I went today. Mm-hmm. You go to their website, they're going to pop up a little note about this ad. Yeah, yeah they wrote a response. And, and, yeah, yeah. And so, and so here's what they're doing. Here's what they're doing. Because it's not all public awareness, right? So they want to put their money where their mouth is. I love that. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do is they're going to give $1 million. To Catalyst Collective. Uh, nope, not after this podcast. They're going to give $1 <laughs> million to charity, okay. right? That is working in the area of helping you know, young men learn to be positive role models and men. Catalyst Collective. No, no, no. $1 million for the next three years. Total of $3 million. Let's say $1 million a year. Wait, 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 wait. What, one, did you say million or billion? One million. Okay. One million. So let's put that in a perspective a minute, a minute, because that makes me that makes me throw up even more. And that's why this is a complete sham and joke. You're putting one million dollars into this? Are you kidding me? So that is point zero zero one percent of their annual income. Not even their net worth. Their annual income. That would be the equivalent of, let's say, an average family today making $50,000 a year, a thousandth of a percent. They're so moved. They're so passionate behind something. Man, they like, they're like, we're getting behind this mission. We're, put, we're blood, sweat, tears. We're going to sacrifice to see change. So we're going to take our $50,000 a year, and we're going to put a tenth of a percent into this mission. Catalyst collect. You know what they gave? What? 50 cents. Right, not 50 cents. Do the math. So essentially, Procter and Gamble is giving 50 cents a year to nonprofits to help because they are so deeply pained by this toxic masculinity that they are willing to make sacrifices to no ends to see it. Bull, man, this is all that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the it's where the message came from. That makes me want to throw up. But on a positive, though, I don't see... No, there ain't no positive. I don't... No, it is... there. You can't say that there's no positive. There is positive. When we're talking about toxic masculinity right now, so it's bringing the topic to the table. However, like, I don't see a whole lot, a whole lot of other companies who are doing what Gillette's doing. Okay, you want... That's it, fair. So, so here's what Gillette... Does. Fair, oh, yeah. it's only a matter of time. And no, no, no. no, no, no y'all no, are wrong. Y'all are wrong. No, they're, we're not wrong. They're going to yeah. make ads either way. No, no, no. Shouldn't they at least make ads that move culture forward yeah 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 but the, but the whole you know getting you behind get sold, i haven't bought a gillette ad because of this ad i haven't bought a gillette razor because of this ad. look the whole getting behind social causes is nothing new companies know the social responsibility people are starting to move their investments based on their their beliefs and feelings social responsibility is huge companies know to keep a positive brand image in the public's yeah. eye they have to do this stuff totally. it's not because they want to spend the money doing this stuff it's because they have to in order to keep a positive image but in the is public. them doing it better than not doing no, it? no no here's what's better i'll tell you what's better 
Gillette takes the money they spent on this ad, go ahead and create the ad, but then hand it off to the Boys and Girls Club or some other nonprofit and let them be the face behind the ad. Let them be the group, right? The ad is sponsored by Gillette, but it's the Boys and Girl Club's message because that's their mission or, that, or, or it takes a, some nonprofit who it's their actual mission and say, we're going we're gonna to build these programs up and we're gonna, we want to fund not our voice, your voice out there because you're on the front lines of this mission. That's noble, that's a management that cares and is looking to solve a problem, not trying to like gain public image and brand and sell more razors. Well, and, that's and that's sure. great, Casey Neistat did that with Secret Life of Walter Mitty and I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. He went to a foreign country, spent the money that he was allotted to make a, a trailer for the movie. It's really, really cool. But I still think that doing something is better than doing nothing. And I think if companies are having to figure this out anyways, uh, let them figure it out. I think as a culture, as a whole, the whole Me Too movement, companies like industries are figuring out what does my social impact look like and how do I steward that well? Yeah, th but see the problem is, and this is where I think, this is where they got millennials. Because a millennial now is going to go into the razor section and out of all the razors, did I even go look at price anymore? They're going to look at uh, Gillette. Well, Gillette no. had that one ad that I agreed with. That, I'm going to buy Gillette. Gillette still, wins the money game. No, that's no, no, not no, no, millennials no. at all. I've got a list of five razors reviewed on Amazon. I'm taking it by fax and five-star ratings. I'm finding the best razor out there. In fact, I'm not even buying Gillette. I've already given up on Gillette. There's Harry's and other people doing the same thing, but even better. And millennials, so, are, millennials are, I feel like, the only voice who are bringing facts to the table players. and not just running on emotions about this, where you see some of the older generations doing, where they're like, don't tell me how to be. The women are, and the younger generations are the one that are saying, hold on a second, I agree with the message, I love this. However, there's a little bit of hypocrisy here whenever you're saying this but you're still charging us over a dollar a dollar fifty extra on the razor does the same thing so they're not we're not saying that we're going to go buy their stuff we are going to call them out and hold them accountable which is what i see millennials doing but again this is kind of the problem that you see with anybody who is a celebrity or of celebrity status of any kind of protest it, you're basically saying they have no right to use their platform they have no right to be a voice into our generation or into society and the society issues and that's totally false what a difference does it make if they are a boys and girls club they have a platform and they have an influence they should use it and that's all good fine and good but that's you think that's what they were discussing in the boardroom? I, I truly believe that companies, while yes, I do know that they're probably going to get profit off of this, I really do think companies are trying to say, say how can we impact our society for the good? I, I think I absolutely, I think comp, some companies may be doing that. I don't think Procter & Gamble did. Because if Procter & Gamble had that, how do we impact for good? They wouldn't have thrown 50 cents at it. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I think that what we're seeing as a whole is yeah. companies are having to raise the bar because of some small companies who are doing it right and using their voice to make an impact. And that's going to make Procter & Gamble and other big corporations uh, change their ways. And so, it, it, Caitlin and I talk about this all the time. We recycle, but we don't do it well. <laughs> we have a recycles. box that we throw <laughs> random crap in and we try and take it. And most days we may, might not be doing any good. But we're getting in the practice of recycling. We're trying to change the culture of our house and we're getting better at it. That's what I see in this industry. They're starting to wrestle with what's our voice and how do we 
steward that well? How do we reach a generation? How do we, you know, this global impact type stuff? All right. Well, I'm still, I, I'm still in the camp of I'm waiting for Cover Girl and Maybelline to figure this out, and I want to see their ad. Wait, they've see they've been making like. ads yeah. with diversity and ah, culture. For Dove's years, kind of diversity, Dove's meaning kind of, that someone other than white women could be beautiful. I'm glad that they got to that part. <laughs> Way to go. Cover well, girl, Maybelline. I'm not well, saying it. I'm not saying they do it correct, but they're Sadly, that's a they're step. trying to bring it back to the identity of well, yes, makeup is awesome. Use makeup if it makes you feel better. Use makeup if you just like to play it, whatever. But they're also talking about inner beauty. They're also if you go and look at makeup and cosmetic industries that are giving back to society, you would be so surprised by the numbers. And I can't say what those numbers are. I didn't do that research on the way before in here. But there are so many cosmetic industries that are giving back. Dove is a great example of that. And making powerful ads that challenge who people are and not what they use. All right. So. One of my coworkers brought up a good point. And he was like, how is this any different than LeBron James or like Kyrie Irving? talking about um like politics in after like a game in Mm -hmm. an interview the earth being flat let's move on Kyrie. um but (laughs) and my coworker um brought up a good point and i think that's something that might connect with with you joe is like well that like that's just going to further their brand or their shoe deal that they have with adidas or nike like why that what a lot of people are saying why don't they just stick to sports why don't they just keep playing sports but i think at the end of the day um i like you said zach i would rather have a company be saying something and i'd rather have like a, a, an athlete you be using a platform regardless if, if if the end goal in mind for them is my gosh my shoe deal is about to blow up if i make this comment about how trump sucks everyone that hates trump that's 20 like 20 25 has some money is gonna buy my new shoes like that's the same thing as gillette but at the same way like it's it's still like applying a voice to a, a group that feels like they are voiceless. Maybe that's people that are victims of crimes from men that are toxic and Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't follow that analogy because I don't think LeBron is out there trying to make more money by speaking on social issues that he's passionate about. He's just using his platform to talk, right? Yeah. Right? And so you know, but that's that's totally different than what goes on in a corporate boardroom. Yeah. Well, what do you know? They could be like 10 guys who like all of their daughters, like all got like sexually assaulted. And it's like, let's, let's band together. And like, let's really do this. <laughs> I think that's the like, difference between generations though. They go, yeah, I'm always trying to give eternal, people the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, eternal, yeah, totally. Totally. So, let's, let's paint this and how it could I think, be. Here's what I'm saying. Don't like, buy anything based on any advertisement. Well, yeah. I like that go too. Out and do your research. But to me, the motivation matters, man. I, the motivation matters. I, I'm not giving them kudos for coming up with an ad because because they're the first ones to do it in that industry up on this particular topic and nobody else is doing it. Because I'm looking at it's kind of like the heart of man, you know, what's the heart behind all this? And I don't see the evidence shows me it's all about money, yeah. you know. And that, so like, good. I'm glad so, someone maybe someone else will come along inside and do it right next time. Wait, I, it's hard because I think it's true. Sorry, no, I'm but sorry they did it well. The, the, church, talk, the man's gonna talk. Over yeah, the what, what she's trying to this. say. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The church should have made that ad, and it should have already been out there, but the church didn't do it. And so somebody else is making it. Well, some churches must have that money to make that ad. I know. I know we don't. There's a church in California that was making Doritos commercials. Proctor Gamble should have donated the money to a church. We've got money for an ad for you to make. But if you rewind a little bit um, and you look at another, like, social-driven ad – 
that's like the talk of the internet. And like, I'm 23. I spend a lot of my time on YouTube. I don't know if you saw like the Kylie Jenner, the Pepsi, the oh, Pepsi yeah. commercial where there was like people like protesting and an like going crazy, and she hands out a Pepsi can, and then the internet blows up and it's like, oh, Kylie Jenner handing protesters a can of Pepsi actually fixed everything. Sarcasm, if you can't tell everyone that's listening like that's um and the internet destroyed that i think they even ended up taking it down off of the pepsi yeah, website they did. and they released an apology to everyone and so i think in that like style of i i really feel like okay there's protests going on there's there's um let's say there's minority groups being targeted there's so much social injustice let's make we'll get one of the biggest celebrities let's cross platform promote this celebrity who everyone loves and a, and a product that we have and get at the front lines of the protest handing a Pepsi can over. And I, and I can see where their motivation, maybe Procter & Gamble's board is just a bunch of chauvinistic, sociopathic pigs that don't care about anything, anything but money. But the way they did it showed, I think, more heart than the way Pepsi did it. And I don't, I don't think they should have to take it down. I don't think they should re- release an apology because everything I saw, two seconds of the, the Gillette commercial – was more quality and more effort and more heart and more passion and image from my perspective than the entire Pepsi commercial that got released like a year ago. Yeah. In in their response, they said they just wanted to start a conversation and they they've, did they've that. done that. They said yeah. they're thankful for that. So I do think we need to be better as a people to give credit where credit's due. And I think it's so easy to constantly be the critic or cynic of things and it's like, you're danged if you do, and you're danged if you don't. So what should they do? And it's almost like, I don't know, this might be a little far-fetched, but this is just kind of like where my, where I'm thinking. It's like, um, gosh, and I can't think of his name now that his name's been misspoken so many times. Uh, the football player who annealed during the... Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yes, Kaepernick. Um, and it's like, people get upset yeah. over people's different ways of protesting and peacefully. And it's like, well, then how do you want the guy to protest? Like... What does a peaceful protest look like for you? And so I think sometimes there's a whole other conversation. Yeah, this, Kayla, no, 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 I'm, I'm off bringing all the it Trumpies, around. Colin <laughs> Kaepernick, <laughs> let, I'm bringing it all uh, the way around full circle. I'm just saying though, I feel like rather than constantly cutting people down and throwing like people away and dismissing them before we even have a chance to hear them out and listen to them, I think we have to do a lot better job at supporting one another and giving people credit when they did something well and did something right and tried to make a difference. And so I don't know. I I think if I personally I personally think this difference. ad well, was a positive, and I thought it was really well done. And I thought it was really good. Now let's address the pink tax. Oh gosh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. About that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's like a thing. Like for everything, like well, condoms tam- don't get um, taxed, but tampons are taxed. Yeah, they're luxury items. They're a luxury item. Now you know. I buy zero out of two of those things. Anyways. I also have a huge beard, so I don't shave at all, so I don't need razors. You weren't inspired? Well, uh, we've talked about Trump, Kaepernick, Gillette. Caitlin, would you like to touch on uh, adoption or the historicity of the Bible Space real quick? Before oh, yeah, I, think we I just to... want to say McDonald's. That's it. I think we need to quit while we're ahead. <laughs> this ad is brought to you by Dasani. Are you just The best a man can you? drink. Huh? You're just mad we don't agree with you, Joe? No, you agree with me, but you're just, you're just taking different angles. Join right. us next time for the uh, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, Coca-Cola podcast. Or don't. Whatever. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.